The following is a fourth-hand production. In 1795, locals saw something buried by torchlight. Over two centuries, adventurers have come from around the globe. Six have been lost. Legend has it one more must die before the secret is revealed. Now, two brothers will risk everything to uncover the curse of Oak Island. Yeah, 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 we know the drill. Secret treasure, buried crap, meat sacks digging like fools. Without further ado, it's time for Oak Island Part 2 on this week's episode of Hysteria 51. Life is a mystery. Confusion is all around us. The truth is out there, but you won't find it here. Welcome to Hysteria 51. Come inside our secret hideaway as we talk conspiracy theories, mysteries, and the unexplained. All viewed through sceptical eyes and the blurry lens of a beer bottle. Now, here are your hosts, Brent Hand and John Goforth. And welcome back in Hysteria Nation to the podcast that's less filling, but also tastes great, Hysteria 51. You know, that should have been a Bud Light drop-in, and I think that's Miller Light. Stop right now. I'm your humble host, John Goforth. Alongside me is the other captain on this ship, Brent Bud Light Hand. No, he's not humble. (laughs) He's not humble. It's just a name. Uh, Brent, I'm, I'm... I'm guessing from the way you reacted, you didn't love my veiled beer reference in my intro. You know what? I I got to tell you, I think you're 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 a brandist. Is that the is that a word? I no. Are you shitting on it because they went to Brazil? And then you used to live in St. Louis. Is it some weird animosity for John, for John? It's separate but equal. It was <laughs> just a clever intro. <laughs> okay. Also on board this sinking ship is the robot we can't live with and can't, well, open bottles without. Uh, conspiracy bot. Seabot, what are you up to? You're looking svelte today. I have started CrossFit lunges. I lunge in front of people as they do CrossFit. It is great for my core. Told you. Not a Told week you. goes by that you don't fail to frighten me. <laughs> Finally, the guest that... Speaking of frightening... Yeah, right? <laughs> the guest's so nice, he's agreed to do the show twice in a row. Ooh. Joe Peck. Nice or literally needed a ride, and we told him we'd give him one after Joe? this. Or just bored. Well, <laughs> that's also a possibility. We appreciate you coming back this week, and I think we finally come up with a nickname for you. Oh. Could we call you Quarter Bushel? Um, mm, like thoughts? a peck? <laughs> I like it. It's, uh, it's strong. Thank you. Thank you. I'm uh, frankly gonna, honored. Uh, and that's what we're going to For those of you about. listening at home, not watching us in the actual room we're in right now, there is a tier. And uh, <laughs> for tier. anyone watching this room when I'm not in here and it's just uh, Joe and John, there's a hug around the neck also. A bushel and oh, a peck. Oh, mercy. And a hug around the neck. Oh, See boy. what I did there? You get your fucking money's worth on this goddamn podcast early. <laughs> <laughs> And kids, the topic tonight, we are going to continue our discussion of the Oak Island money pit. Oak Island, the curse thereof. Curses and cash. Curses! And cash, if you will. Uh, But before we get into it, let's talk about what we're drinking. You say it's a lexicon of libations. We call it a bulletin of booze. Either way, we're all getting pissed. Here's this week's Spirit Selections. So, Brent, tonight I am going to continue 
continue my streak of drinking pedestrian beer, I'm sticking with PBR, Pabst Blue now, Ribbon. Can I ask you a real quick question? Is this because you left the leftovers of your pack last week and you were too cheap to go buy more? That might have something to do with it, but I will deny it if you ask me on the show. Wait, you're not recording, right? <sighs> nope. I'm curious if the PBR drinking has anything to do with the skin-type black jeans that you've started wearing, John, <laughs> and, and the horn-rimmed glasses. <laughs> Screw you for is judging that, me! Is that Malort? You're taking a shot up right now? <laughs> Joe, Joe, you, you asked me to dress pretty for you. Hey, can I... I- can I, I bum one of your? Uh, why you? Why did you buy me these jeans if you didn't want me in them? Can I bum one of your American spirits? <laughs> oh, quick smoke break. I'm not a fucking hippie. <laughs> hippie and hipster—they start the same, but they end very different. Yeah, that is true. Did you just move to Pilsen? <laughs> <laughs> well, or I, for those of you who aren't from Chicago, if it was New York, did you just move to Will? Uh, what? What is it? Wilmington. Brooklyn? Well, in Brooklyn, like not Wilmington, whatever it is. Insert whatever terrible part of your city you want there and pretend he made a funny joke. Or just or Austin. You just live in the U.S. Did you just move to Portland? <laughs> yeah. Or just Austin or Portland, yeah. That's right. I am drinking the king of beers, little brother, Budweiser Light. And it is just as tasty this week as it was last. Mm. You know what I've also learned? If you have it at room temperature, it doesn't really change the taste that much. What does that say about the beer that you drink? <laughs> I was just seeing where you go think, with I, that. Honest to God, I think that they serve that at schools now. Like they, the, they, they do. Prep hey. schools and Ivy League schools. Hey, kids. Here's your drink for the afternoon. <laughs> John just assumes that's what children sound like because he's not allowed within 500 yards of the school any longer. <laughs> Well, I, I, I would just pee in a schoolyard once. <laughs> Brent, I would I would cross hairs with you on that one. He's not assuming, he's remembering. Oh, that that's what the kids sound like. <laughs> just because you pee in a schoolyard does not make you a sexual deviant. I just want to point that out. Well, no, the peeing in the schoolyard doesn't. The other things you did in the schoolyard are what make you the sexual deviant. Oh. Speaking of Sexual deviancy. What are you? What are you drinking over there? Who me? Yeah, Bushel. Are you talking to me or it's a conspiracy bot? I no. never can tell. Quarter Bush, go <laughs> with Brent's single crossed eye. I can never tell exactly <laughs> who he's talking to. I'm I'm actually breaking with tradition, and I'm sure Brent will will have a lot of commentary on it as he always does. I am not drinking a liquor mixed into a liquor today. I feel. He's 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 pissed. I mean, he literally busted out his lightsaber. I feel cheated. I feel Stop, led down an alley that I wasn't ready to uh, go down. For those of you who actually are somehow, for some strange reason, fans of me, uh, this will <laughs> probably be my last <laughs> time oh. on the show. <laughs> Why? Why are you are you moving on? Did you did you, did you oh, a, Joe? Did you did, did you, you get send, a job? Did you send the link for the show to your mom? Uh, well, first of all, no, I don't have a job. <laughs> <laughs> Nor nor do I have any prospects. <laughs> but I am well, drinking you said fans of you. I was asking if you sent the link to your mom. Like who are the fans listening? No, John, everyone knows. Like no, your joke was hilarious. Suspension of disbelief. <laughs> Believe me, that was funny. There <laughs> The kids agree. <laughs> I mean, frankly, like, yeah, I mean, laughter is happening even below the sea. 
no. Yeah. So what? What are you? What is that? Uh, it's a gigantic clay pot. Yeah, I won't call no, it a bottle. Literally. It's a pot filled with uh, delirium red. Oh, I, I could just see the pink elephant on the front of it. Is that what that is? That's what. That's what it looks like. It's mm. apparently a fa- family brewery. What's so here we it, are. Delirium's a beer. What type of beer is it? A red. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Dynamic drop it. Moving on. Conspiracy bot. What are you drinking? I am celebrating the Canadian badass that is Dan Blankenship with some Molson Dry. It's just Molson. It's in Nova Scotia. Why would um, <laughs> Factual. I didn't even know they made dries anymore. Oh, it's real. Molson Dry. You can only get it in uh, Montreal. Bud Dry. God, sounds so fucking stupid, but Bud Dry was actually one of my favorite beers, and they quit making it like around 05. How, how would you compare it to uh, Red Dog? Uh I drank Red Dog at a party last weekend. I'll thank you very much. Ah! <laughs> it was a, we went to a theme party. It was a nineties party. So my wife and I brought Red Dog and Boone's Farm. And I didn't believe Brent when fantastic. he told me he discovered Red Dog in the year 2017. That was, we like had to send false. you a picture. Like he actually, actually had to send me a picture to document this because <laughs> I was pretty sure post 1999. I don't know if you were sure or Red just Dog hoping. was. Were you sure or were you just hoping? Were you drinking shots of aftershock with it? Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Like, and then I busted out the Alizé to really cut the night (laughs) off. (laughs) And I was not at the party, so what I did was cracked open a tall, cold can of tab (laughs) while I enjoyed Brent's picture of They still sell tab because I guess if you, you like all the disgusting taste of Coca-Cola chemicals, but diet. Taste. But yeah, but it's just yeah. got so much. Yeah. Now, if, if, if heaven were to somehow descend upon earth, we would. Thank you, conspiracy bot. If it was neither too far away or if it became a place on earth, as Belinda Carlisle has said, mm-hmm. she says that to me a lot. Uh, then we would we're have close. access to some Zima, but unfortunately. Or if the not. heaven is that place I on saw, Earth called Japan, because I, they still sell it there. I think I saw both Zima and Belinda Carlisle at the <laughs> Brookfield Mall recently. <laughs> were they shopping at Wet Seal, gathering up as much of their merchandise as possible? <laughs> I love how you say they they, like, like Zima is a person. <laughs> right, yes. Hank Zima. Hank Zima, private eye. Well, this certainly hasn't gone on too long. Kids, (laughs) let us tell you about Oak Island. Yeah, uh, conspiracy bot. Because we're feeling a little lazy this evening, why don't you give us a little recap on the droning clusterfuck of a muddled episode that we had last week uh, to bring everyone up to speed. (laughs) See, bot? Last week we learned about the mystery of the supposed Oak Island money pit. It is an excavation on a small Canadian island off the coast of Nova Scotia that has been the object of attention of treasure hunters since 1795. In 1795, a man named Daniel McGuinness found an oval-shaped recession in the ground on the island. With little evidence that there was anything to be discovered, McGuinness started digging in the area and subsequently hit wooden planks and even a stone written with words written in code. Thus began a long tradition of treasure seekers digging further into Oak Island. From the beginning of the 19th century onward, many companies did their own digging expeditions in the pit, 
each discovering more evidence and attributing new theories to the region. Some believed pirate treasure is the treasure in question. Other theories include Marie Antoinette's lost jewels, original Shakespearean manuscripts and even the Ark of the Covenant. Excavation continues to this day, with the island truly earning the name, Money Pit. I wish I earned my name. They call me conspiracy bot, but I haven't been involved in one damn conspiracy. Can we just make someone disappear already? I'll be a suspect, anyway, now on to part two, The Curse of Oak Island. Seabot, we appreciate the recap. Was it really necessary to throw in all the personal affronts? I mean, more and more, that's really all you're doing. But you got to understand, like, we literally use him as, like, a YouTube searcher just so he can play clips, so he's got to get it in where he can. Well, you also use him as Shredder, don't you? <laughs> yeah, but that's only when I'm playing, you know, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you're Shredder. Yeah, you're Shredder. <laughs> I got to be Donatello. I got a stick. <laughs> All right. Why do you make your wife crying? That's weird. Shredder! <laughs> Give me those turtles. Bring me those turtles. So the curse of Oak Island, present day, finally. I think what better way to go to than for a description of the curse of Oak Island than... The Curse of Oak Island, with their very first... Their uh, original. Their original intro to the show, commercial trailer, trailer season one. Is this the spot where they died? Several generations of people risked life and limb and died looking for something here on Oak Island. President Franklin Roosevelt was involved. John Wayne was involved. As each successive treasure seeker goes through the years, they kept finding things that kept them going. Wood that shouldn't be there, a bit of chain, a stone that's inscribed with strange engravings. Who, why, when, where, how? That's what really got me. Whoa, that's significant. We've got our pearls. Six people have died. A seventh has to die. That's when all will be revealed. Don't you think you're just standing around? When you want to play sh- pull short straw to see who just needs to fucking die just to get that over with? You don't want that looming over your fucking head. And can we be honest? Are the Laginas brothers really risking everything? <laughs> Is the entirety of their wealth, the entirety of They're all risking of their-, their lives. Well, actually, it's one of the... Well, the motherfucker, if you watch the show, is dangled down into the fucking pit and, you know, been... Stu- the the older brother is the stupider brother as, far, true. as <laughs> far as, like, risk-taking. Funner. Yeah. Brother. The funnerist. But, well, hang on. If, like, based on the amount of heavy construction equipment I've seen on that show... They've certainly thrown a couple million bucks at it. They, oh, million! They, they, they're they being the Laginas or maybe the History Channel. No, they, either they way say now, like it's like a million or two every year that they're, yeah. they're putting into this. Either way, I, I either no way, either no way. If the ninety foot stone is somehow, let's just say it exists and it's true, and they're doing all this for two million pounds. In today's economy, what's two million pounds? Like one one point four million dollars? No, it'd be like billions of dollars. No, because no, no, it's not a pound. Then it was pounds of like like two million pounds hundreds of years ago, right? Of but, like doubloons. Well, no, no, shit. no. That's the thing. I've 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 done a lot of research on this. Like when people say that, let's say you know John D. Rockefeller, more or less than Laginas Brothers. 
Let's all of them. I'm saying, have you done more research or less research than the than them or on them? (laughs) Like, uh, guys, I don't know if you read this or not, (laughs) but uh, and I don't want to throw up any flags. Well, according to Nova Scotia in a minute. Well, two things. One less. Two. According to the show. I could just call them and say, like, hey, I did some research and have That's this a good thing. point. They do say That's that. Yeah. So what I would like to do is call them and show up on the show with a calculator and say, here's the deal, guys. You know how when they say that, like, for instance, John D. Rockefeller was worth, like, his his $4 billion he was worth in 1890 would be $600 billion today? Well, Four billion dollars in nineteen or eighteen ninety is still worth four billion dollars right now. It just is the difference in what it could buy you at the time. So two million pounds is still two million pounds, which is like yeah, one point. Well, you know that's just like uh, your opinion. Man. There it is. So what I would like to do is be one of the next guests on the Curse of Oak Island and show the Lugina brothers with my powerful TI-81, exactly what it is they've spent $6 million to dig down and find, which I'm pretty sure is like $1.4 million. I don't million think you're understanding, maybe though. maybe it's Trump. It's not a fucking pound like a fucking pound. The pounds that they're talking about were doubloons or gold or other things. Well, like they wouldn't not- have been. The pound was the pound. It was a unit of currency. But it's no, not- no, no. You, you guys are talking about two different things. Yeah. Joe, you're talking about a unit of currency. He's talking about a, a unit of weight. Understood. So two but, million but, pounds but, of, of gold? How much is that worth? They actually said two million pounds of treasure as, as some people Two million took pounds it. are buried. And a lot of people took it as though that was the weight of measure of the treasure because it was gold. But it wouldn't be because it was 1796. Like, this was not a time when we don't understand how people viewed currency. That's not, that's not, if it was English, which is what they used. But the English also used the pound as a, as a weight. That's where it came in 1796. From. Yes, but the pound was the unit of currency and this that was, was equated to a weight on the gold standard. It would still be well, the you just exact same. Taking definitives here because we don't even definitively know that. Yeah, the fucking. Stone I'm just saying. Is. There's yeah. There's there's multiples here of yeah exactly. Nor do we know what they that they deciphered that shit anywhere near what it actually meant. I'm just saying the things that they're talking about. The things that it's not just two million pounds. There's all sorts which we will get into. And I don't want to get into now. That are priceless are some of the things we talked about previously. Is the money pit the entrance to the Hollow Earth? Is the only question it's I really one have for of, all of you. Um, one of several. Yes. And while we're at it, is the movie starring the wonderful movie starring Tom Hanks, The Money Pit, also this is a documentary, an illusion slash documentary. Regarding the Oak Island money pit. <laughs> no, because he was, it was 1965. He was on the moon, guys. That's true. That checks out four years later, but that checks out. You guys are fucking idiots. Um, <laughs> so real quick, we've, we've delved into this curse of Oak Island. We're talking a lot about the Eagle Guinness. Let's give a little bit of a, a background. backstory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So the Curse of Oak Island, the TV show, follows Marty and Rick Lagina. Uh, they're from Traverse City, Michigan. Marty, Delicious the, cherries. Yeah, Marty, the younger of the two, made his millions in the oil and gas industry like any good politician. I mean, he still and he still works in it. I mean, he does. He, he, he made his millions. He's a very wealthy man. Like no joke. Right now, he's actually down in a hole, hand digging out gas. Yes. That's true. 
He's an engineer who still owns an energy company in Michigan, as John just stated. His brother Rick is a retired postal worker living vicariously through his brother. Postman. Can I'm we sure call him what he is? He's a postman. They have I'm both sure, I'm sure been, he made millions doing that. Well, Kevin Costner made do. a movie about him. <laughs> if you listened to the last ep- two episodes ago, what was know, it? We, you would know that we already referenced that yeah, fucking yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. Come on, man. What, I can't what did I tell anything? you? Study the episodes you're not on and don't ever repeat us. <laughs> <laughs> you know the rules of being a host. Yeah, the first rule is so never they, talk about the rules. <laughs> they both <laughs> fell in love. Right yeah. <laughs> So they both fell in love with the the Oak Island Same mystery oh, sorry. <laughs> in '65 when the John, reader, with John go forth in '65 when the Reader's Digest story came out. When I say they both did, Rick, the retired postal worker, really fell in love. Like really? literally, spent his entire life like itching it. Like I want to fucking. Go By the here. way, for a synopsis of the Reader's Digest story, uh, written in the hand of one. Brent hand. That's true. Feel free to log I wrote it in 1965, 14 years before I was born. It's true. So <laughs> I think he's referencing your book report. Yeah. yeah I was, oh, I'm I was assuming you would be posting your book report onto be. the site immediately. You are right. So <laughs> Rick is definitely the driving force of let's do this, let's do this, let's do this. Is he the one with the or awesome Marty? Goatee? Yes. yes, and Marty is the younger brother who still, oddly enough, looks up to his older brother and happens to be rich. Look, and I'm sorry. I'm sorry to all the listeners whose names are Marty, but the guy's name is freaking Marty. <laughs> like, what do you think? He's going to be scared of everything. That dude is smart as fuck, though. I like yeah, that dude. Is. Maybe he's smart, but Rick, Next that's a me. man of action. Marty, this is a coward and whimpering Rick and man. Morty. Pardon me. Marty McFly? Yeah. Cowering, whimpering. <laughs> so these two cats. Biff. Now, Biff Lagina, I guarantee he's doing a lot of stuff. You're off this show. So these two <laughs> these two own a majority of the island via Oak Island Tours, which is a partnership between the Laginas, my personal hero, Dan Blankenship, and a few others. Oh, blue now, lips. We did say a majority of the island because up until recently, you had people like Fred Nolan, Fred who just who just passed away. That is true. Uh, Oak Island Tours is the company that um, the Blankenships mm-hmm. and, and the Laginas owned. And that other dude. Uh, and a Craig few other Tester. people that they haven't mentioned. Craig, Craig Tester has a couple spaces that mm-hmm. are part of and it. And a few other people they haven't mentioned. And then there's the Fred Nolan spaces. And then there's yeah. Fred Nolan. And These guys that they own the majority of it have, we've we've talked in nauseam, you'd think, about Borehole 10X, the Money Pit. There's four major parts to the island that, that are worth exploring to these people. That are currently yeah. being discussed. Borehole 10X. We talked about before. Dan Blankenship showed men what men were. Then you got the original Money Pit, Borehole C1, and the Swamp. Real so, quick, can we make sure that that all the listeners understand, like, the new movie, Triple X, has nothing to do with the Curse of Oak. That's Oakland. solid. That is solid. A good drop-in. Um, I think that needs to be It's only stated. three Xs. And so it, uh, Dan Blankenship was ten Xs. Let, let's walk through each one of those, not... Triple X. So it's a John 10X. 10X. That was the one that we talked about before that was dug by Dan Blankenship. Yeah, that was the Triton 
corporation or whatever that they right. wanted this to call it. This is the one that, yeah, this is the one that Blankenship, like, with rudimentary equipment. He dug it in 45 minutes. Himself down like he dug it in 45 minutes with a fucking garden yeah, shovel. He, like, Chuck Norris did. Yeah. And then dove into the water yep. 200 yep. feet down and found dead bodies and knocked their heads off. Yep. <laughs> Essentially, the hole that, that he dug that made us all feel like weak men. Yes. Yeah, uh, and it, he dug it to avoid the booby, the booby traps. The booby traps? Yeah. That that they thought were actually in the original money pit. So this was just a like, well, don't want to go down there. Let's right. step a few feet over and he, we'll we'll try here. Uh, he had an opinion of where he thought the original money pit was. Right. Yeah. And therefore he was, he was going to try to go so many yards away from said money yep. pit and avoid the booby traps. Yep. And then they thought, well, if they get down far enough and they don't hit it, then we could dig over or e- either way. And now through and and through time and through uh, and lost, time. Uh, through time, through a loss of of uh, documents, through everything else, just things that have happened on the island, the actual original money pit has been lost. Yeah, they, they have a very good idea. I think Craig Tester actually was one of the people that worked yes. there originally and was around it. So they've used like his memory and photos because, Dunfield. as we talked about before, Robert Dunfield, he was same as strip mining. Ran out of money, ran out of permits, ran out of everything, and literally bulldozed the whole fucking place. And the problem is all the spots that people used for, like, markers and all the historical – they had pulled up, like, other – not treasure, but pieces of rock that had writings and carvings. He just destroyed it all. He fucking destroyed the island. Well, I don't know if there was writings and carvings, but there was definitely like like uh, marker rocks, like uh, marker rocks, and there was there was also Chris Rock. There was also pick marks Mm -hmm. on on various walls through tunnels they were digging Mm -hmm. through, and and just a lot of uh, I suppose the best word would be evidence, Mm -hmm. like the evidence that that almost like when they when they're done with a fucking mine, they got to fill the shaft in. They just shove everything into it. Just that's what I heard. Nick Cage did at the end of the rock after he got. The stuff out of the leg of the the pew and the thing. He just you know, shoved shit in him and Carla. They just shoved stuff in there and ran away. <laughs> so, oh, so we we lost the original money pit on the show. The 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 new diggers, the the Laginas brothers and their friends, uh, have started a borehole called Borehole C One, and mm-hmm. that is their. Uh, their belief that the the place in which they believe that the original money pit and was, they actually but that used, hasn't been proven yet. They used. A lot of technology to get here. They used old photos. They used firsthand testimony. They used satellite imagery that actually took in like thermal imaging of where they thought there was depressions and fill-ins. Like they used a lot of technology, as opposed to Dan Blankenship, who used dowsing rods. Yeah, and no, he used. And what's funny is he's his where he thought it was with the dowsing rods, and them were within like (laughs) ten feet of each other. Yeah, like he's like yeah, like you. Dan Blankenship used. Moxie and old like, fashioned gum. She was like, "There's a uh, yeah, there's treasure there." Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, as of right now, it's uh, it's an attempt to find the original money pit. So they started digging on it. Uh, they, they did an exploratory borehole, and about 175 feet down, they found a quote unquote void. Ooh. So you know the basically the mm. the drill. Uh, yeah. All of a sudden, dropped went into a, a cavern and opening a void yeah. or whatever it was. It could be anything, but uh, that's 
that that gives them hope that perhaps they might have found mm-hmm. the original money pit. The last piece that we need to talk about, something that they go through over and over again on the show, the swamp. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There is a swamp. It is a, a perfect triangle, which leads a lot of people to believe that it's man-made, so it's there to hide something. There's been talk of it's covering the actual treasure. There's talk that the island was actually two islands, and they filled it in, which caused the swamp. There's, there's also, talk that there's, there's also, a shipwreck there. Right, so that whoever... Or whatever brought they, whatever they, they didn't there. mean to go there. They like, fucking marooned. Whether it was the Templars, whether yeah, it was they the one-eyed Willie that bastard. Whatever, whether it, it was the Vikings from from thousands of years before, whoever did made that swamp to hide their ship. They essentially sunk the ship in the swamp yep. and then filled in the swamp. Mm-hmm. I mean, I heard somewhere that it was handmade. Brent, were you? Yeah, were it, you was, it was. It was my dad. The making of it. It was my dad. Um, His dad Sam was 1,500 years old. <laughs> when this story, in 1795 he was. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, little known fact. So, the show that's been going over this is nearing its end of its fourth season. It's on the History Channel. And I love the show. I think a lot of that has to do, like, the, the it's got that macho machismo, man, I'm going to go find something. But you know what? When you sit down and you start watching, there is a lot of manufactured drama. Just like if you're watching, like, you know, Dare to be Pretty or whatever the fucking <laughs> to go women's, so for, I, not women's, yeah, but, you know, yeah. like. Uh, I, I, just for a little background for those who haven't seen the show, the Laginas brothers, they they bought into that partnership that we that we talked about. They bought into this whole fucking thing, right. so to speak. And then they also, and then Promethe- Prometheus Entertainment, um, who produces the show. Mm-hmm. Not, be, them, not to be confused with the ship. Right, also correct. Uh, approached them and said, hey, we want to do a show around this. And so right now, they're in the fourth season of doing a television show that ultimately, when you watch, you start to wonder what is driving the show. Yeah. Um, is it is it truly discovery as quick as possible, or is it we need another season of this fucking? Or show? in the back of your mind, you also got to wonder, and this has been me sometimes. You wonder, did they actually find something? Are All they right. holding on to it because right, yeah. they're trying to figure out the best way to not get fucked? Because I'll tell you what, this came on early in the show when Prometheus came to them and they started to really dig there. The Canadian government actually tried to pass a law that said. Uh, we've just right. decided that anything right. that's found here is ours, yeah. and any money that you spent to it, good for you, but we're just going to take it. Yep. And actually, it got shot down, and I, I think they actually lobbied against it. It was on, It was actually on the first yeah, season yeah, of they, the show. Because like, the show was almost like, well, we're done, because you're not going to... You're not going to fucking make so I, us spend our money. I read an interview with Marty Lagina, and some of that's still up in the air. So the Canadian government finally granted them... <laughs> yes, a, that's uh, what I was getting at. They, yeah, I'm they, sorry, go ahead. They granted them rights to dig, uh, and everyone keeps saying, if you read online, that they have a uh, treasure trove or something like that. Uh, uh, but whatever that, that term is, that actually doesn't exist anymore. They it, it, it like went out of fashion for one reason or another. Yeah. So they made a new law that was literally called the Oak Island Law, uh, or something to that effect. And... Is that is that the one that all islands in Canada have to be made out of timber? Out of timber, yeah. yes. Okay. Uh, and essentially, it, it, it basically said that Marty Lagina said we're allowed to keep money we derive from it, but not antiquities. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, artifacts. But, but artifacts found belong to the Canadian government. Yeah, so the, and Marty's like, 
I guess you could call anything an artifact. So if, if they find, find gold something. doubloons, all they got to say is, well, those are artifacts. If they find the Ark of the fucking Covenant, they're going to go, well, those are artifacts. It, well, if they yeah. find the Ark of the Covenant, they're all going to die. Anyways, we all well, saw the no, just let, you let <laughs> We some all saw the documentary. Open it and you shut your eyes. Wait, profit. <laughs> so, yes, obviously. <laughs> Sorry. Obviously, anything they find. Uh, their battle will only start once. They yeah, I, I think in the Canadian, it's called the loophole doctrine. <laughs> the lo- <laughs> wait, the loony loophole? Yeah, <laughs> the loony loop. Yeah. <laughs> because, like, what a what a big fuck you! They never gave a shit until some guys came in with real money, and now it's it's time when they. That's why what I was getting at is, I wonder if they've actually found something, yeah. and they're just waiting to like to talk to the most lawyers they can, or to be a big. Finale. On How many show. lawyers do you think they can talk to? Well, you get one lawyer, the two lawyers to watch the first lawyer, then the third lawyer to watch the other two lawyers. Yeah. It's actually be the fourth lawyer, and then you get. Uh, oh, and with- don't forget, you need the lawyers that understand Canadian law. So is it is it true? Uh, we we all agree that it's a finite number, but it's a it's a an. A mathematical series is what we would be looking at. Uh, it's uh, ancient geometry is what we do. You would use mm, to figure yes, this out. Yes, of course. Yeah, sacred ancient sacred what geometry. Kind? Yeah. Templar yes. geometry. Yes, that's where the show's at. The show is is these these guys, like we said, Rick and Marty. Then you have Rick's son, and you have Dan Blankenship. His son Dave, or is like we like to call him Crown Time, because that dude is never more than like four sips into a bottle, every like at time, minimum. Every time they finish anything on the island, you get the feeling it's like nine a.m. They're like, "Well, we finished digging that hole." He goes, "Well, it's Crown Time." And, and, the, and I'm like, "What is Crown Time?" Well, it's a great time because they always meet at mm-hmm. the, the local pub. I'm yep. like, is, it, "Is he trying to say let's go to the local pub?" Uh, they're in Canada. Then, I don't think they call it a pub. I believe they call it a pube. <laughs> I didn't hey, uh, know. There's, Canadian there's one to know. I don't think that's the actual term. <laughs> Our Canadian listeners, we love you and we'll never have Joe on again, we promise. Yeah. <laughs> that's been established three who's, times already. Who's the other episode. guy? Who's the other guy? The real skinny guy? Craig Tester? Craig Tester. I like that guy. That guy's awesome. So I thought that that's what, uh, that's what that meant. They're going to the pub or, or whatever. Pube. But it turned out, I heard, I heard an interview, uh, with Mr. Blankenship, uh, the younger Blankenship. Uh, he's all about Crown Royal. Yeah. Crown Royal is his drink. And so every time he says this, Crown I believe it's time, referred to as a drank. That's because Canada. when you have a, when you have a father like Dan Blankenship, yeah. like he just puts what Crown Royal in your bottle as a child because that's what he was raised well, on. Well, also, but that what would, and like, I mean, what would you do if your dad start. was a guy who dives 200 feet down holes just to see if there's a body down there? What It'd be like refer- being the son of Sean Connery. What we're like, referring dude, to. You can't win. You you lose all the time. What we're referring to is on our last episode. If you if you listen, they drilled their their borehole ten x and they they lined it with metal. It's and then Dave Blankenship. I'm sorry. Then Dan Blankenship dove all the way to the bottom. Then through like eight feet of a twenty seven inch pipe in the sixties, literally with like rudimentary diving equipment. Fast forward to like 2016, and they're trying to find divers that would go down there, and like that is dangerous as fuck. And he's like, "Pussies, <laughs> you fucking 
fucking pussies. The like, guy literally He did literally 50 years ago. had to do it is considered the most accomplished diver in the world. And he's like, wait a minute. You're telling me that guy went down there with that equipment? <laughs> he's a garden hose Even with a he spade. was like baffled. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And, 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 look at, and the funny thing is, it's not like Blankenship acts like he's a hard ass. They no. Look at, they, look, he, they look at him and he goes like, yeah, so? Yeah. And then and when they go down there and they send sonar and shit, it's exactly what he thought he saw. It's like, there's a body, but, oh, it's missing oh. the head. Yep. I think it's missing the head. All right. So that brings me to one of my many problems with this TV show. They talk about they go back to the video from 1970 or 71 and they and they show, you know, the bottom of 10X. Mm-hmm. Then they highlight what is supposedly a treasure chest, mm-hmm. a dead body. I've paused it. I've right I've slow-moed it through their little highlights. Oh, I slow-moed it cuz I I heard it was a pleasure chest. I misunderstood what it, <laughs> what it was. So that's why I did slow mo. He's looking it. for titties in the silt. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's uh, what that's t- what blanket ship found. The best titties are in the silt. I don't know. That's what's at the bottom of the. the... Is that the name of the strip club here in Berwyn? Silt titties. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they're, they're seriously. There is no rhyme or reason to the outline that is "quote unquote" the treasure chest that they saw at the bottom True. of Ten X. Other than this motherfucker is like, "Well, I was there. I saw it. This is what you're Fair looking enough. at." You know? But no, I'm just what saying. What they try to show us, like, there's yeah. no, there's no hint of that. They literally are throwing a. It looks like a, a word art pick, a, a, a treasure chest superimposed right here. But I just want to let you know, just by watching this mother, this blanket ship dude on TV. If you told me my ass was on fire and he told me it wasn't and I smelt smoke, I'd, I'd take his word for it. <laughs> like, true. that dude is a badass. That I, do, I just like him. What can I say? Wait, did, he, did he tell you that? <laughs> <laughs> we, we Skype. While we're talking about the show, can we also talk about um, – there's four seasons now, yeah. right? I mean, this thing's been going on for fucking ever. No, there's always, don't been, you, there's always been four seasons, Don't you Sean. watch that <laughs> – that's highbrow humor. You're not welcome back on the show. <laughs> that was the best. You said that last it. week. Here he is. <laughs> uh, d- watching the show, don't you believe? Like, aren't 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 you punching yourself in the groin? Going, come the fuck on, just dig it up. Yes. Know? I mean, haven't you- I don't know the first thing about deep hole digging, but I think to God I'd been down that motherfucker by uh, now. Quick question: Where is Harry Stamper? In all of this, yeah, and that motherfucker would have dug involved in the drill. He would have got down to that fucking depth in an hour and a half. Also, I'm true. just saying. But I mean, I think about the pictures you've seen of like King Tut's tomb in in like the 30s, where they had a hundred people, old, crazy, shitty yep. excavating equipment, and they got to whatever depth they wanted to. Well, yeah, but they they also ran into the mummy. <laughs> As we all saw in that documentary, and it was a nightmare. Like they had to bring in Abbott and Costello. <laughs> like we don't have them now on Oak Island. We true. don't have them right. Well, that's well, that's fair. You understand my point. Like mm-hmm. why? Why the fuck? I agree. I mean, it's like okay, uh, season one. Let's throw a. They always act like they don't tiny... want to throw their whole wad at one hole. Right. Let's throw. Let's throw a tiny sonar down there. Season two, let's throw a bigger sonar down there. Season three, let's throw a person down there. Season four, let's oh, go man, back and put a. Maybe we'll dig. Oh wait, no, no, let's do another sonar. 
Well, yeah, but what if in season five, Dan Blankenship goes back down there? It'll be worth all of the watching. <laughs> I'd pay the fucking pay-per-view for that. Yeah. But my, my point is that they, they dick around so much. Yep. Like, I get that they're trying to make a TV show. Well, yeah, dude, and, and his name is Marty. They start, this is what's going to happen. <laughs> they start digging. They start doing something, and the next episode, they're like, "Oh, like, like they're like a thirteen-year-old girl. They lose track of what they were doing." Then they go. Then one will go. I really want to go back to the swamp. swamp. Next thing you know, they they got a diver in literally full diving outfit in a foot and a half of water. (laughs) Well, that was that was ridiculous. It's like, dude, you couldn't have just put on a snorkel. Like, why? Why? Hey, Earl, what's going on? Turns out I can't see anything. It's no muddy. Shit. And then it's, they got those it's guys. It's muddy. <laughs> they actually had those guys come in that had that satellite imagery that would look for precious metals. And they're like, there's supposedly metal all over. And it'll tell you, like, at 63 feet, there's four pounds of gold there. And they're like, well, you know, I don't, uh, sure. Well, if you listen to that, there's gold all over that motherfucker. And every other episode, they'll have someone who literally has spent their entire life researching this fucking island because there are droves of people whose entire life has been spent looking into this and I'm like I'll tell you who was there it's the fucking Sasquatches and they buried their dead there well they're there Literally. right now they're the ones who are tricking them they keep moving all the stuff and they're, the whole island is covered in weird stones that are markers and some well, of them okay. are looking at them some of them look at them and they think it's the Knights Templar or it's the Rosicrucianers or, you know, the all these people. Yeah. Thank you. All these people that, you know, have A, been in the area, B, maybe not been in the area. Well, but C, what, the, one thing we didn't get into, Brent, that, that I think you're bringing up that's a good point right now is we didn't really spend any time. Like, there's all these series. There's the show. There's all that. But there are things beyond just – the the pit and the drilling and stuff mm-hmm. like that. There's uh the cross. There's a cross. That, that there's these stones. No one's cross. That no like one's literally cross. are and I mean it's it's not it's not arguable. It's it's incontroversial. It's yes. Like well, they are exactly true. across and in the middle of it there is a stone buried that they found like exactly in the middle, not kind of in the middle, exactly yeah. there. Like that looks like a skull, a, f- a face, yeah, like sorta. I no, it's cool, but, but it's carved. It John. is carved. It's carved. It is carved. Something it's not a skull. In it. Yeah, it's yeah. yeah. It's not a stone. That, What's like, that called when you when you you see faces when yeah. there aren't really? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's not like yeah. it's it's not like the thing in, yeah. in up in like the Wisconsin Dells where like you can see a face in one of the rocks. Like this is a carved stone. So like clearly people did something here, but. But I do find it fascinating. There's there's one theory that exists where it's like, well, yeah, at one point in time in the 1700s, both with pirates and with the, the British and the French who were trying to maintain power in America and Canada at the time, like, of course, there's tons of metal on all these islands and tons of coins on all these islands because guys were in, in and out of here all the yeah. time. So I well, do that, think that's bring, interesting, but there's the a, cross. There's the cross. But you bring it to a good point. Okay, so the cross is on the island, but then when they feel like they're not going to have enough episodes, then they go off the island. And they go we'll off see the island. island. Yeah, this is true, a similar like, marking like, like, 400 well, yeah, miles let's away. Let's go to Ireland. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's true, but that's like, let's not confuse the TV show being a TV, a TV show, show. Yeah, yeah. with like some of the things that are real, like... 
the cross is interesting, and frankly, I think it's a shortcoming of the TV show <laughs> that they spend very little time, mm-hmm. like actually going into where. If you what, go what to is the that I- thing, what's the point? If of you that go to thing? the island, like, there's actually mean. If you go to the island, there is an actual museum full of things that have been found there. Uh, they really? have yes, there I did is not know that yes, there is a museum. Things have been found there. There is a recreation of the ninety foot stone. Uh, you know what? This brings us a good point. Let's go to break, and when we come back, we'll talk about what's actually been found on the island, and, and we'll go to Brian Fantana live <laughs> from the island. <laughs> <laughs> when we return with more hysteria, fifty one. <laughs> David me I'm a Brent. Bonjour, uh, Brent. Je m'appelle David. You didn't do Spanish. I thought if we were going to do this together, we'd do the same language. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that's uh, that's on brand for us. I, that, I I just thought romance languages was yeah. the key. Everything I say is romantic, and that is thanks to Rosetta Stone. <laughs> you guys, we we've been touting these things forever. We love Rosetta Stone, and we actually are users. David, you've really been using it even for longer than I. What's your experience been like? Oh, it's been great. The thing is, uh, you really get to learn how to speak and think in that language with it. So it's very high on pronunciation, too. So (laughs) you can, you know, learn how to speak. And, you know, our show is all about proper pronunciation. (laughs) In that pronunciation. Yeah, that's right. But it's they design it for long-term retention, you know. Yeah. Uh, if you don't get the pronunciation right, you, you say it until you do. And then, you know, that, that just seeps into your head. Well, and that's why, you know, this has been trusted by experts for 30 years and there's over 25 different languages that you can learn and people, millions and millions of users use it because like you said, it does seep in and you're using it with, you know, you get speech recognition and Mm -hmm. it, it hears you. You get to use like the built in true accent features that gives you this pronunciation, which is super convenient and you can do it at your own time. And I don't know if you can know this, but I'm all about value. And you get a one-time purchase, 25 languages. If I learned all 25 languages, I'd be so confused or really cool. <laughs> I'd go in and out. But you'd be real marketable. But literally, though, this is something that we use. And we have both of us have given the seal of approval because we want to do this long term. And uh, it's something that uh, it works. You know, and we don't yeah. we don't do long term um, stuff like this. And this is this is the one that we've chosen, and we love it. So, all you guys got to do don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now, as we've told you a thousand times, and it's always now. Right now, get now. started for very limited time. History fifty one listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for fifty percent off. How much? Fifty percent. Visit Rosetta Stone dot com slash today that's 50 percent off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your unnatural life wow. redeem 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 how do they do it rush your 50 oh. percent off <laughs> rush <laughs> redeem it 50 percent off rosettastone.com slash today do it today After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when Brent and I heard that for a limited time, all Mint Mobile wireless plans are $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan, we thought, man, what's the catch? But after talking to them, it all made sense. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they sell wireless service online. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings 
directly to you. Brent is trying to plan right now and says that it works like a charm from Chicago to Nashville as he makes his big old move. Mint Mobile is working for him. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. And you can use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. So ditch the overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for 15 bucks a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash hysteria. That's mintmobile, M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash hysteria, H-Y-S-T-E-R-I-A. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash hysteria. $45 upfront payment required. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. And welcome back into Hysteria 51. Once again, a cursed... Edition, and that's just because of John Goforth as one of the hosts. But hey, you know that's true. That's fair. I thought it was because you guys had me on. <laughs> that all the episodes I'm on. Are no, good. he didn't say a shitty edition. He said a cursed edition. <laughs> <laughs> when we went into break, we said we're going to tell you about what's been found in the island. So we've talked a lot about this 90 foot stone. What's been found? Question mark on the island. I guess we should say because some of this is just. Taking people's word for it, and one of those is the ninety foot stone, the the marker stone that forty feet below two million pounds are stored. And we'll get into our theories in a bit. This, uh, so I'm not gonna, I'm not saying whether I believe or don't believe right now, mm-hmm. but I am saying this is my biggest problem with the entirety of Oak Island. Lack of of the, true this, evidence. This particular stone, mm-hmm. which really. Oak Island doesn't exist as this magical, interesting place without the stone, right? I think that's fair to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, because well, talk- that and the leprechauns. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I, I think it's fair to say that it doesn't exist without that yeah, because yeah. it talks about the buried treasure. And yet no one, no one living right now can actually point to a stone, an etching of the stone. It's all... Hearsay. Well, that's what Brent is pointing. (laughs) What's Brent pointing at right now? (laughs) I'm like, I'm like, I'm like Mr. Smithers when he was shot in the Simpsons. Like, what's he pointing at? (laughs) (laughs) The stone is literally in this basement. (laughs) The stone is inside all of us. So the stone may have been or may not have been found, but we can say what for sure has been found. And one of those things is lots of coins. That is the exact number of coins, by the lots. way. Lots. Uh, it's lots, it's yeah. more than a hogshead, less than a uh I don't know, less what's than a go for it. Less than a go for it. More than a hogshead. Lots of coins all over the island. <laughs> they dig they dig all over. In the swamp, they found coins. Uh, digging the boreholes, they found coins. And they're. Well, even actually, one of the cool things, like, this is as much as the show can be frustrating to people. I mean, I do think it's cool, regardless of what it is. Like, the show, like, these guys, Craig Tester, especially, I mean, they found a lot of coins, like, Bullshit. all over and the place. Like, and, and that's they're, cool. They're, they're, they're species. They're pieces of eight. They are um, like Roman coins. Yeah. They found that Roman sword, Roman era, what they think was like, another cool. thing we're talking about. 
So they are finding shit on this island that is, if they weren't looking for two million pounds of, of whatever, would still be really fucking awesome. So at least it's going to show that, you know, at a time. Is it two million pounds of beef? <laughs> it's, like, it's what's for dinner. Is it two million pounds of Taco Bell burritos? I think that's safe to say it probably was. If it, if that was even a possibility, we would all be up there right now. <laughs> Already there, boys. Boys I'm ready to head lo- for the I'm border. Location. Another thing that they, they found many times, and what it is or what it isn't is up for debate, underground voids, which may mm. or may not be yeah. underground structures. And a lot of times, they, and especially in, in current times, when they went down, they'll go down to actually take core samples, and it looks like in some of them, what they used at the time for concrete, like they'd right. put up walls and, and they'll go down 150, 200 feet. And all of a sudden there's, there's oak timbers and, and things like that that are being used. It looks like to, to have caverns or yeah. openings down there. That's really cool to me. When they were doing the core samples and finding those things, they thought that they actually nicked like the corner of, uh, of a room. I thought that was badass. I don't know about you guys. Can I be, can I be Debbie Downer here? Of course you can. Um, that's well, your can I, can I call you Debbie just generally? I, I, I'm not, I'm not doing this because I don't believe I'm just saying this because I heard someone else say it. And frankly, it made sense to me. So there's a lot of bedrock sitting around and a lot of it's limestone and uh, like Fred Flintstone. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Your contributions are always well received. <laughs> I feel um, so unwelcome today. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, it's limestone, and um, and then there's a lot of salt water. Okay, uh, mm. and apparently, if you mix limestone with salt water, you get a, a very primitive version of concrete. So, you know, is it very possible that? That people are like, oh, we found concrete and wood, and you know, it, it, it's literally hitting a little piece of wood and some limestone and I, mixed with thing, some salt the water. The only thing and- that I can go back on, because I pray, I pray, I pray that this is true, is that people like Marty Lagina, who are spending millions of dollars, have taken that in consideration and know that, and they still think that it yeah. is it is monetarily viable to keep doing what they're doing. Because I don't know. No, on the flip I don't, side, I'm with you on that. I don't. On the know. flip side, Trump has not developed it yet, so he maybe, hasn't. Maybe that's an he's one of the silent. There's partners. no value there. Maybe <laughs> Trump know. Hotel, Oak Island. So what we can say, like you said, we can't be sure that that was man-made concrete or if it just happened to occur naturally. What we can say that is 100 been found there that is not naturally occurring there is coconut fiber. True. There is tons yep. and and I mean it's all over the place. tons of coconut fiber. And if you go to the beach, there are layers of coconut fiber. And you're probably if you don't watch the show, you're thinking, well why? One of the things is they feel that they put flood tunnels in and they use what they call box drains. And to keep sediment and large debris from clogging the box drains, they use coconut fiber that they brought from Wherever they were from, which was across the ocean. Similar to a French drain. You, you, it's a filter. Yes, exactly. exactly. It's a filter. It's a, let's make sure we're being very clear. That is a, it's documented. Some, like it's been written long ago. No one has 
shown evidence that those exist, but the fibers do exist. The bok joints, yes. maybe, maybe not. I don't. The, the, no, they have they have dug out. But there's a pile of freaking. They have dug out fiber. in the in the the cove there. They've they've dug into what they think are box strains. You're exactly right. They know of three places where you know if you dump die it'll come out into the water so they thought well maybe those are the drains they went to areas they found coconut fiber the coconut fiber was put there by man which means coconuts do not exist on the island or anywhere near there it means one of two things one an ancient people was there perhaps burying a a hidden treasure that that we are still in, in search of to this day or two, in the early 2010s, a bunch of millennials were hanging out there and just weren't getting enough coconut water. Yeah. Because that's all they fucking drink. <laughs> well, I also, I also was thinking maybe, you know, hey, listen, the millennials love their coconut water. I mean, maybe these guys in the 1700s also loved coconut water. Like, look. Because it tastes like shit, so why not love it? <laughs> yeah, they were just ahead of their time. So, we, we, so perhaps frankly, both, both of those are true. Is what frankly, you're potentially... Vladimir, my favorite of all bartenders in Cancun, was making them Mai Tais nonstop. Yeah, on Mai Tai, I will enjoy Nonstop it. on Oak Island. Thank you, because we were all wondering about your favorite bartender in Cancun. <laughs> yeah. Vlad, not Vlad, but Vlad. Correct. That's, Which is what makes badass. him so awesome. Vlad, no, but it's, no, it's Vladass. Vladass. <laughs> so then you got, the last thing is... Pieces of metal, things that are made out of metal. We spoke about the Roman sword. You've got wrought iron scissors that were found down there that they figure were from the 1700s. Brass. The wrought iron scissors were found. That was found by Dan Blankenship on his. Yes. Midnight dive. <laughs> insane yeah. diving. That motherfucker Which found it. Which is what makes it's him true. so awesome. Like, right. he isn't just a guy who dove down there and tells stories. He brought back up actual things. And also, From 250 on the, feet. on the show, they were talking about, at the end of season three, just for dramatic effect, of course, they were talking about abandoning the search, especially abandoning uh, 10X. And so they've got 90-something-year-old Dan Blankenship in there going, No! Here's what I brought. Look! This is real! And then he puts the scissors Laying them on the table! This is real! So good! The only thing that would have made that scene better is if he would have taken those scissors and put them through Marty Lagina's hand. (laughs) Oh, I wanted to see him snip things. For instance, (laughs) fingers or construction paper. (laughs) At least it's tangible, right? You also got from drilling from previous and and more current times brass fragments. Brass is man made; it's not naturally occurring. Mm. So something was down there going right. on. And then hand wrought nails and washers—they've been found sixty feet down. That at least shows that they were old, hundreds of years old. Right? The, the something was going on. Yeah, all the nails, all of that could. Uh, because carbon dating, or they don't use carbon dating, but the dating that they yeah. use is so imperfect. Yeah. It could be from the time before. It could have been the the early 1900s or the early 1500s. Or like, it could have been a time yeah. traveler. It's true. Well, that, that's all always a possibility. <laughs> Though there were no McDonald's. Though I think one of my favorite no, comments yeah. on Facebook of the last week was when Trump was elected. Uh, my buddy wrote on there, well, I guess this proves time travel isn't real. <laughs> 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 uh, 
The other thing, one of my favorite things that may or may not have been found, but you know what? Dan Blankenship says it was found, so I believe it. A dead body. A fucking dead body. Oh, wait, wait. No, I love that you're story. saying a dead body because it wouldn't be a live body. There wouldn't be a guy just hanging out down there. Like, I'm he's, just picturing he's old, a guy. He's like red face holding yeah. his breath. I'm, uh-huh. I'm picturing a dude in like sitting in a beanbag chair with his legs right. crossed in a so, pipe. We're like, hey, <laughs> you finally got here. Huh? Oh, like, uh, like, uh, the last crusade. Yeah, like the dude. <laughs> Yeah, with the dead body. So they're doing this, the sonar, and the guy goes, I don't want to, like, alarm anyone. That looks like a Dan Blankenship goes, a dead body? The guy's like, yeah. He's like, yeah, there's a fucking dead body. But the guy who's doing the sonar, yeah, but it looks like he doesn't have a head. He's like, yeah. He's like, yeah, I knocked his head off with a drill pike or whatever when I was down. (laughs) And that, by the way, is how it became a dead body as opposed to the live body from earlier. There was a dude hanging out at the bottom of 10X before that. No, here's the weirdest part. The lava lamp continued to work (laughs) next to him, even after Dan knocked his head off. He chose poorly. So... Those are things that have been found. What do you guys want to be found? Or what theories do people have that say is going to be found? John? I've read a lot of theories. Um, I think, I think some of the most prevalent are, well, I mean, let's try, why don't we start at the bottom and and work our way up from, uh, Least likely to most likely. Uh, least likely, I've heard aliens. No. Uh, nobody's even talked about seeing. You know, um, don't say no. Say, I don't know or I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, no is a strong statement. Uh, but no one's even contended that except for people on the interweb. I'm contending it now. Brent did. I just made it up. It's true. All right. No, it's now so being documented. Remember those Brent lights? Is the one. Remember those lights that they saw? The, in 1795, that well, made no, the guys I don't look. remember 1795. So my I dad told I me don't. about it. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> my, older, my older brother told me about these lights. So, yeah, I, I, I'm with you there. So, aliens, um, even, you know what, even more unlikely to me than the Ark of the Covenant, which we've touched on, that they say there, or the menorah from the Temple of Solomon. Shakespeare's transcripts is another one. Just chilling down there in a water sog. If they are, we're going to find them in a big pile of goop. The most fucked up part about that is it's not just Shakespeare's transcripts. Yeah. It's It's Francis Bacon. Proof. Proof that Francis Bacon was actually Shakespeare. And and it's coconut fiber, guys. (laughs) Delicious. Like, it makes... uh, So, really. So, to be... So, to protect this... Paper manuscript. Take You're it to going the new to surround world. it with water. Salt water. For hundreds no, of years. Well, no, that's not true. The The surrounding of water didn't occur until the booby trap happened. Yeah, but they had to have known that someone might set off the booby trap, so I like to think that... The booby trap is to prevent people from getting there. I'd like to think if Francis Bacon was able to write what were Shakespeare's manuscripts, that he thought more of the human condition than a bunch of freaking clowns well but who's to say he hid them because you got these people you got the rosicrucianers well hang on you got the knights templar and the freeman coats also also if it's bacon why do you trap it (laughs) what like if you don't want anyone to find it then make it unfindable why booby trap it 
Because I don't think that I don't think they were saying that he hid them. They were well, saying I, I, I think that's why it's stupid. Yeah, like no that's one what I'm saying. We don't think that's accurate. No, it seems yeah, it seems to be illogical both ways. Either you wouldn't booby trap them, or you wouldn't make them findable. Like it's one or the other, right? The only reason it's come up is because one of the original boreholes came back up with a piece of. Paper, yeah. Supposedly. With, with bacon on, on it. it. With bacon on it. With yes. bacon grease on it. And and a thumbprint that was uh, later confirmed by CSI Miami to be uh, Francis Bacon. Fair. <laughs> Let me ask you this, John. Yep. Let me ask you this, John. Can you confirm that pecan wood smoked bacon is delicious? No, that sounds disgusting. I, I can confirm that. Yes, it's delicious. <laughs> there it is. Smoking gun. So then we got these other things. Vaults of all different groups. Free Freemasons, Knights Templar, the Rosicrucianers, all people say they brought their amassed treasures to the New World, yeah. hid them. Let me ask a question here, um, and this obviously is a dumb question, because on the show they make it seem like every piece of technology is this brand new piece of technology. I feel like there's more technology out there than just what they show on the show. Yeah. If there were vaults 200 feet down, isn't there a piece of machinery or a plane that can fly by that can just look at it? I would go, assume so. Yeah, there's a big fucking cavern there with shit in it. Which they've seen the caverns, but like that's the most. Like, why do we have to keep digging? Because can't... do you mean it? Because do you mean that it... doesn't make ratings when you just give away. Do you, do you mean as opposed secret. to them saying like, "Hey, we're going to do some work over in the cove." Hey. There's this guy who's got a bunch of giant inner tubes that we're going to inflate in there, and that's how we're going to do the work, which is phenomenal. Oh, wait. And then she said, oh, wait. One of them blew out. Oh, it'll be another month. Yeah. Whoops. So then we got Marie Antoinette's jewels we've talked about. So those are the kind of the weird, like, people have brought all these huge things, and, and each of these has a story that you could do a whole fucking show on. Each of these have people that have devoted their lives to prove that the Knights Templar yeah. or, or the Freemasons or Marie Antoinette. Let's get into the believable ones. Pirate treasure, like Captain Kidd, Spanish naval treasure, or naval tar kiln, which just means that pre-1795, the Spaniards or the English, someone was there, and they needed to build tar, make tar for their ships. They dug that out, made a tar pit, filled it in, and then in the future, people found it and said, oh, well, there's a depression. That's sticky. Or on top of <laughs> on top of the tar, I guess there's places that look like that, which were ancient tar kilns. And they were annoyed by being fucking, on their shoe. The other is nothing. A fucking sinkhole. It was just a sinkhole. And people have yep. went, oh, well, shit, that's got to be my family fortune at the bottom of that. Right. I think we went, you're right, we went from least believable to most believable. I would have thrown aliens right in the middle, but, you know, <laughs> agree to disagree. Right, I was going to say, most believable, where was that? Right, where was the <laughs> alien part? If you place a picture side by side of the Hadron Collider and the Aztec calendar, there's an eerie similarity between the two. Eerie. Could it be the Aztec calendar at the bottom of 10X? Uh, the, well, the, could it be the Hadrian Collider was at the bottom of 10X? Mm -hmm. They found it and hauled it over to Switzerland? So let's go, Joe. In as concise of a way as you can. Well, that's What are your hard. thoughts on this? What do you think it is? Very quickly, three points. One, I find it odd 
if you think about a pirate, Captain Kidd, which actually seems really believable from a standpoint of who was up there, I find it odd that he would lay so many different things trying to direct people to some place there. Like, listen, if I'm a pirate and I can't imagine I'm that much more intelligent than Kid was, like, and I'm burying my treasure, I'm going to remember where I buried the dang treasure. I don't need 8 million different signs to point me to where I want I put the treasure. And by the way, I don't care about the next guy after I'm dead finding this treasure. So I'm out on the pirate stuff. I'm also out on all of the crazy artifact, whatever stuff. Like, again, like too many different circumstantial things like who built this, who did what. Now, what I do find interesting and, and Brent, one, one of the things we didn't get to when we were going through the continuum of what's believable. Look, during the revolution time, when America was seceding from Britain, Canada was majorly French influenced. So you had this whole situation here in North America where the British, the Americans and the French were all over the place on every Island that existed mm. everywhere in the North. And the French were freaking out because they thought that it is possible that whether America wins or Britain wins, Canada's gone and France is out. I do think there's an interesting concept that I've, I've read where perhaps someone went over to some of these islands, potentially Oak Island from France and buried some of their military fortunes. Uh, it would make sense. It would make sense that you would do it in a way that you would try to create markers that people could find it. Like there's lots of reasons why this would make sense. I don't think it's natural. I think that's a little too far fetched. I do think perhaps it would make sense in the 1700s that the French buried some dollars there and tried to create some kind of way for people to find it. So there you go. That's what I got. I'm, um, I'm with you as far as I don't feel it is naturally occurring. I feel it's man-made. Yeah. I'm also with you as far as I don't, I don't buy into the, I would love for Marty Lagina uh, Mar- the, the, either the brothers, whoever, to pull up the Ark of the Fuck oh, or a menorah oh. and be like, look at this shit. But would you be rooting for Marty and Rick to open the Ark of the Covenant absolutely, or not? Absolutely. Or, not, or no. keep it closed? Open. Open. Would Harrison Ford be there? Uh, no. Because uh, he his plane crashed on the way would there. Would George he's got a Lucas bad, be there? He's got a bad history of, of plane crashes. <laughs> 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 no, so... Let me, let me he tried to get there. <laughs> Turns out he's a plane down to earth kind of guy. Sunshine on my shoulders makes me happy. <laughs> conspiracy bud, that's tasty evil right there. That's awful conspiracy bud. So I believe uh, of the list of things I've read, naval treasure probably Spanish is where I'm at because mm. they were all over the area. They were known to hide their, their shit like that. They're also known to, to booby trap or at least, you know, do things like that. They were in places. They, they, they absolutely were in the trade routes. So they could add coconut fiber, you know, all those yeah. spices, shit like that. There's been a lot of Spanish coins found in the area. Um, if I had to pick, 
I would probably say it was at least at one point in time, Spanish something was hidden there. I don't know that it's still there. So wait I a really minute. Don't Spain versus France. Me and you, Brett, is this going to be solved in the next world cup? <laughs> <laughs> it's the only logical explanation. Isn't that why the world cup started? So you know what, John, you're, you're the naysayer. We'll let you go last, but before we get to you, what say you conspiracy bot? If you dumbass meat sacks dig in a hole for 200 years and don't find shit, maybe it's because there isn't shit to find. Just a thought. So he's a downer. Why do we let him talk? <laughs> you can take out his voice, Jim, right? You know that. Like, it's a, it's a fucking no, sound blast I like it. 16. Not, I like it. John, he can't anymore. He tried. He gave conspiracy bot an arm, and that was the worst decision he ever made. Homie, don't play that. The hanger out of the head was a great decision. The arm, a terrible decision. So John could add the probe sticking out of his ass and still say there's no such thing as aliens. John, why don't you... I'm just... Well, he put the probe in there. We all know that. I I only say that because he's probably used to having probes in his ass, so he might not even notice it. Is that... What is that? He's just staring. <laughs> this whole fucking thing. What? What's your take on this whole uh, trip down the curse? All right. So first and foremost, the curse is bullshit. It, that was that was that was invented. For Seven people must die before the 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 treasure can and be the found. Thing is, and what, six what? have died. Someone looked and said, "How many people have died here?" Six. Oh, it's got to be seven. And it's it's, it's never what? in a document. It's it's been said by the, yeah. by who? Yeah. Well, yeah. what what every Me. listener and John Goforth don't know is Brett and I are going to kill him <laughs> at the end of this episode. Very likely, but I'm not on just O'Reilly. to make sure it's the seven. <laughs> all right, so a few things. First, uh, oh fuck, <laughs> the curse doesn't exist. All right, let's get that out of the way. I do think that something something happened there. I, I don't think it was just a physical depression that you know, and people have just been chasing their tail ever since. I think definitely something happened there. I don't think that any any of the conspiracies uh, in regards to uh, something that isn't almost indestructible. For instance, um, Shakespeare's manuscripts. Mm-hmm. No one is smart or good enough to build all these elaborate tunnels. And then go, hey, let's bury some paper. Okay, they're 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 just not going to do that. <laughs> Obviously, you've never been to Kentucky. I have no idea even what that means. Well, no, I thought in Kentucky they burned the paper. Oh, that's uh, books. They burned books. If, I, if you see where I got confused, if you're smart enough to build this elaborate system that supposedly exists, you're certainly smart enough not to go. Hey, these books will be here whenever I come back in this salt water. Earth that often gets flooded. So what you're saying is they weren't the uh, they're not the the Dead Sea Scrolls two down there <laughs> or anything the Coptics? of the of of something like that. It wasn't the Coptics. It wasn't written. Maybe it was written, reason, written on gold paper, like 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 uh, the, the, the Mormons. That works is because it's in a fucking desert. Was there right? a seer stone involved? Yeah, Maybe it this was the Mormon. Uh, all right, all right, guys, situation. shut the fuck up. Aliens. This, it's my turn. This could not be further from. A desert. This is literally the worst environment that you could think of to try to bury anything that isn't pretty much metal or stone. And even stone would fall apart after hundreds of years. So, all right. So getting that out of the way, what's left? Um, 
there's been some interesting, interesting things about the Templars. And if if there is a treasure down there, I could see it involving them in one way, shape, or form. However, that's not my theory. My theory is that a long time ago, a privateer came on that island and did some fucked up things, used some manpower, dug some holes. What kind of things? <laughs> did dug privateer some- things. Once again, my time, not yours. <laughs> Conspiracy bot, play it. Disgusting. I think that if there is anything, or was something, I'm not saying that there's still something there, but mm-hmm. if there was something, and I think it's likely that there was, that it was a privateer trying to hide their loot, whether it was actually the... Once again, I don't think a loot would last very long. That's just wood with some strings. Uh, and Sorry, that's a loot joke. Uh, that's a barred joke. I'm barred from making any more jokes in this episode. <laughs> See what I did there? Shakespeare, back around, full circle, <laughs> and enough. Mm. I, but I think it could be just as simple as they originally dug somewhere and some stuff got shoved down there. It might or might not have been found because once again, this stone that supposedly that supposedly points us all to this amazing treasure, still no one can even provide an etching of it. It's someone said something, said something, said something. It's a game of fucking telephone. And, I mean, you guys argued for 15 minutes about what pounds means, and yet we don't even know that it said pounds. It's a couple dots and a dash. There's a bar in Chicago called Three Dots and a Dash. Delicious. <laughs> I mean, is it there as well? I mean, that that is my point. Should we go find out immediately? I, 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 yes, we should, and we will after this show. <laughs> I think that this is a really intriguing, intriguing thing, and I think that there is, or at least was, something mm-hmm. there. But I don't think that it's all this craziness that people love to throw their stories at. I think there was some basic treasure. It might or might not still be there. And the part that pisses me off the most isn't the treasure itself. It's why in the flying fuck the Laginas brothers won't do this the right way. Or are they doing it the right way and we're just seeing the right. televised version, which is what I believe like, is Do we not, not really know like what goes on with that kind of stuff? Actually, John, though, real quick question. I like Brent's theory. Like, I will not argue hard against Brent's theory that it's the Spanish. I... I Gave my thoughts on the French. Um, any thoughts? Like uh, you know, you you kind of said, said privateer. You like, don't anyone, like, 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 do you, do you think one of those two is it? Do you think there was someone else well, if, involved? If no. If we're talking, if we're talking privateer in the uh, what the fifteen or sixteen hundreds, it most likely is the Spanish. Yeah, you like yeah. the Spanish? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that's but I, I see your whole point on the French too. Like it, it makes you can make an argument for anything. That's the problem with a story like this, or the nice thing about a story like this. Well, it's and we've all made our argument, you know, like ad nauseum probably to our listeners. Like, and, and there's there's a lot more of other intriguing things. Yeah. I think the swamp is intriguing as hell. Yeah. Uh, very very rarely do are there natural triangles in nature. Yeah. Is that God because, doesn't build straight lines. And, is and, that because and, Swamp Thing is your favorite movie ever? Uh, yes, that's exactly why. It was the first time you ever got an erection in a movie. Have I said this movie. yet? You're not welcome back on this show. Um, Adrian. That's Dar- why I'm Boba. milking every moment of my final <laughs> opportunity. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I think that's incredibly intriguing. Like, like yeah. there is so much cool Absolutely. stuff about this place. Yeah, but I, I I just don't think like 
I wish we could wash off all of the bullshit because so many people throw extra bullshit on this one. I'm actually a bu- hey uh, news alert here. I'm a believer. I believe mm-hmm. something fucking crazy happened here, and it's it it at least was, if not still is, buried there. I just don't think it's all this craziness that people like to talk about. Like, do you. we all agree though? When the end of the day happens, do we all agree on one thing? Is Dan Blankenship awesome? Yeah, yeah. I think <laughs> we I need hate. to have Dan Blankenship T-shirts made with our logo. With Hysteria Fifty One, yeah. can he be on a Hysteria Fifty One talking about something not involving Oak Island? I would like <laughs> to hear this. I doubt it, but I bet we could get Dave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one cri- one case of Crown. <laughs> he supplies I, I, I his own. I got a bottle in a purple bag that says we can have Dave right now. <laughs> the interview I heard, your, uh, your celebrity go to your head. He goes, no, I'm, I'm the same guy. Though it is pretty nice when I go into town. I forget what town he said. Uh, they give me free scallops. <laughs> he couldn't be more Canadian. Right? I mean, like, he's the nicest guy in the world. He might be a drunk, but he's the nicest guy in the world. <laughs> so we're going to wrap this up. Those are our thoughts, everyone. Let us know what you think. Let us know what you actually think is at the bottom. And if you're one of these people that has done a ton and a absolute ton of research on this, let us know. Uh, you can let us know. Because by you've probably done more than us. Absolutely. Let us know by following us on Twitter. You can tweet to us at Hysteria51Pod. You can also find us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Hysteria51Pod. If you can't remember those, but you know the name of the show, Hysteria51.com, you'll find all those social media links. You'll find links to our own personal Twitters. You'll find link to... Joe Peck's personal Twitter, so you can not, tell not him. Not after today, according <laughs> to John. Pardon me, pardon me. Quarter bushel. Quarter bushel, Peck. You send him enough money, he'll give you a hug around the neck. Is that what it is? Is it a hug around the neck? Yeah, I think so. Uh, we'll yeah. go with that. More importantly, you can also find the link to patreon.com slash hysteria51, where you can help us pay for the show by getting yourself t-shirts, stickers, become a guest on the show. Pick the topic. We'll even draw you a fucking picture, whatever the hell you want. All, all of the things available on patreon.com slash hysteria51, we will do. And for the next week and the next week only, if you sign up at the $50 a month level, Joe Peck will fly to you and hang out with you at your kid's soccer game. Frankly, I'm already on my way. Uh, <laughs> also, is it true, Brent, that for $1,000 you'll have Sasquatch impregnate? Someone? Um, Sasquatch is the nickname of my buddy who lives out in Naperville. And yes, but um, uh, impregnation is not guaranteed. Ooh, but- fun. I'll be the mommy. <laughs> if you think we're a bunch of fucking assholes, which, which is do. probably very close to the truth, I hate call myself. us and let us know. 773-669-7277. Again, 773-669-7277. Leave us a fucking message. There is no cost to fucking call long distance anymore. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. That's damn right. Just give us your impression of that if you want. Yeah. Yeah, just fucking call us. And if you if you if you still for some reason still have long distance, I'll pay your 10 10 220 pills or whatever the fuck. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Remember those commercials? Yeah. Like, ah, Miss D, dial 10, 10, 220. Like, save a buck. Once again, thank you very much for going on this ride with us. It was fun doing a little, another two-parter. Hope you enjoyed it. I've been Brent. I'm maybe John. I'm Joe. Still. He's been a conspiracy bot. Stay woke, meet sex. Thanks for listening to Hysteria 51, a weekly oddcast of conspiracy theories, mysteries, and the unexplained. We'll be back again next week with more known unknowns. If you'd like us to discuss a particular topic, suggest a guest, or simply seek some truth, we'd love to hear from you. You can email the show at hysteria51podcast at yahoo.com and follow us on Twitter at hysteria51pod. You've been listening to a fourth-hand joint.